Boy, I love doing this. I love talking to my former classmate, my good friend. Uh, it is going to be J.J. Joe. But before we have him on, Aaron, we do it every week. It is time to provide the sponsors for our Where Are They Now segment. Bieber Collision Center is a GM, Nissan, FCA, Kia, Subaru, Ford, and Hyundai certified repair facility. Plus, they house the equipment to repair the Ford F-Series aluminum body vehicles. 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco or at BieberCollisionCenter.com. And by Maya Fuels, your local choice for fuel delivery. You call, they haul. All right, uh, it is time to visit with uh, J.J. Joe. And, and J.J., that's how... That's quite frankly how big you are. You have uh, sponsorship. Uh, why don't you think of that as kind of a, a name, image, and likeness deal? Uh, although I don't know if a check's going to be showed up to you or not. Um, it is. Uh, it's great to to have you back on the uh, the program, man. It's it's only been a few weeks, but uh, I feel like a lot has happened since the last time you were on. Hey, yeah, so I, I do need a check from you, Mo, since I can't get the sponsor to send me any. Uh, a check, I, I just, I'll take that directly from you. Happy to do it. And uh, <laughs> when, when, I didn't really have any money. Uh, still really don't, but especially when I was a student. <clears throat> I couldn't really give you any money back then. And now it is legal for you to take money, and uh, J.J. did everything by the book, <laughs> even though other players in the SWC were taking money hand over fist. Uh, That's JJ, right. <laughs> J.J. did it the right way, and uh, as he arrived on campus, I mean, that I guess the, the death penalty happened, so you arrive on the Baylor campus on like 89 or 90. The SMU death penalty came down in what, J.J., about 87 was that when you were still in high school when they shut down the SMU program? That's right, Bose, and thanks for having me on. I, I was yeah. in high school. I think I may have been a sophomore or junior when they yeah. shut them down. So my senior year, they were getting prepared, I think, to have their first season. I can't remember if their first season was 89 or if it was 88, but they started recruiting again my senior year in high school. Man, you could have done it all for them. You could have had, like, the Trans Am, like Dickerson. You could have run the option, <laughs> thrown the ball. You had a much exactly. better arm than McElhaney and some of those other guys, Bobby Waters and Stalin work, much better arm. Um, and, and you knew how to run the option. You had the spacing and all that. But it is people that are of a certain age, uh, J.J., like uh, – we can remember those great SMU teams. But That's I feel right. like anybody 45 and under or 40 and under, they just have no clue really what that was like. That there was a time you would show up at Texas Stadium, and like when you were a That's kid right. in junior high or, or grade school, we'd go to those games, and they were awesome. I mean, think about that. We were kids, J.J., and the Pony Express was beyond oh, yeah. belief. No, it, it was excellent. I'll tell you, and I grew up, you know, mad in Arlington. So, you know, actually, TCU wasn't bad. You know, they had Kenneth Davis right before that. They had really good runners, and uh, they did well. But, man, those Mustangs, they had the best team money could buy. Uh, they had some studs in Dickerson and and um, uh, Craig. Help me with Craig's last name. I, I can't believe Craig James. That. Yeah, Craig James. Yeah, Craig James, man. They They were excellent, and they had some really good football teams. 
did uh, did they did I, I wonder if uh, TCU did Wacker ever recruit you or was he was he already gone by? Boy, I just remember that Jim Wacker show at TCU. Was that not the greatest? You know, he was such a character. And you're oh, right, man. Man, yeah, yeah. The whack attack. That's what we call the whack attack. I mean, I remember going, I, I didn't want to take an official visit there because it was, you know, it was 30, 20 miles from my home. So I, I went on an unofficial there and he is, the, I mean, you know, God rest his soul. I, I think uh, coach Wacker's passed, but yeah, he, yeah. he was the most positive coach, man, that I think I'd ever met. And he was, he was, he was a great sales guy, but you know, to be honest with you, man, I just couldn't see myself wearing purple for the rest of my life. It just, I just, I just didn't fit my skin tone. <laughs> JJ skin fit, tone. Yeah, yeah. It was a, for fashion reasons. We got him to, but exactly. Green Kelly Green was a great fit for you. Exactly. Oh, man. I love those y'all's uniforms. You remember the true green and gold? We don't totally do that anymore, and the, the uniforms look nice now. But that there was a that color green. I guess we would say that was Kelly green. JJ, that was through the '80s. There was a green, and I don't feel like we're we quite get that green anymore. And I don't know what exactly yeah. it was. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we've abandoned that one. I think we started doing that. We started going to a forest green, I think, yeah. right after I left. My senior year, we had Coach Reedy brought some, for the A&M game, some different green uh, oh. uniforms in. And I think after that, they changed it. But, yeah, we've gotten way away from that color, as well as the gold. I used to love the little gold dome uh, and paint, but we've gotten away from that. Now we're, it's Green Bay Packer, what I call yellow. It's, it's bright. You're right. And I think we're doing for Iowa State like a gold-out type deal. And, uh, oh, really? you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the, you know, where they tell everybody <laughs> in the place what to wear. They're doing a hey. whiteout at Penn State. Did you, uh, th- this that always looks really cool on, uh, on ABC. Uh, you know, when everybody, it does. You know, where, yeah, wears white or whatever. Talking to uh, JJ Joe on the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. All right, JJ, um, you are an analyst uh, on the weekends and do a great job for Baylor. What have you seen so far from uh, from the quarterback play, from from Gary, obviously in particular, that have encouraged you? I, I you gotta you had to like that deep ball to Taekwon uh, on the money. If, uh, you, you know, just every I liked how Taekwon just kind of reached up there and plucked that thing like it was nothing. You know, as a receiver, sometimes you see guys get a little nervous when they get out there in the open field. Taekwon, that was like nothing. I, I it kind of reminded me. You remember Roy, Roy Williams at UT? You know, he had that yes. height, he had the huge hands. He just reached up there and pluck it like the ball was nothing. I liked what I saw on that play. What are you? Uh, what ha, what has encouraged you the most about Gary? And then what do you still need to see? Yeah, it's it's most. I, I really liked what I saw, and it's really been a continuation of the spring. I went down for the spring game, and I thought. Uh, and I think they started with Zeno in that game, and then uh, Bohannon came in, and then Chapin. But I thought of the three quarterbacks, uh, Bohannon was what I call the most calm. Um, and by that, what I'm saying is that he just seemed like he took what the offense, what the defense gave him. He was not really hurried. Uh, he didn't put the ball at risk. 
and he ran when he's supposed to run. He threw when he's supposed to throw. He, you know, you know, took the ate it when he was supposed to eat it. Uh, and so, so I mean, he's just continued that. Now the competition, I want to see, uh, probably won't see as much this week. But Kansas is better. Uh, I don't want anyone to get it twisted. They are better, but I think it'll be next week. You know, when the game stress comes and you're playing a team that uh, in Iowa State that will be, you know they'll be up for the challenge and they can bring the talent to match. Uh, how do you, do you keep that same peace and calm uh, during that game? That's what I want to see, the little bit of stress against what I would call a really good team. All right. I, I like what he got down there and uh, the, the, the threat of the run from the quarterback does add yep. a nice dimension. Now, Charlie could move around. This is a different look, though. This is a big, imposing guy. Charlie was not like yeah. a, a huge guy. Um, I think this guy kind of likes to lower his head and doesn't mind letting the defense feel him a little bit, so to speak. What does that? What does that do for a team? Do you think that, in a sense, they can they can sort of feed off that from Gary? I think so. And, and before we get to the running, I'm very impressed by watching Gary throw the ball. I know when I first came down and saw him throw, I think this was his freshman year. I'm not sure if he came in at the at mid-semester, but his passing, he's always had a strong arm, but mm-hmm. his accuracy has improved. Uh, his ability to get the ball out to the wide side accurately has improved. He throws on the well, he throws on the run real well. He's shown to be well adept to throw from the pocket. All those things have improved significantly. And running the ball, you're right. Coach just hadn't run him, and I don't blame him. He's probably run him six times in two games because he really hasn't had to. But yeah. Gary is all of 6'3". He's, he's about Griff's height, maybe a little taller. And he's – even though they said Griff is 220, and they're listing uh, Gary at 225, I mean, he, he looks more dense than Griff. He, he looks yes. like he can, he can take a little bit of a pounding if he needs to. Now, you don't want him to take the pounding, but that threat when you get inside that red zone – uh, they'll they'll unveil that, and that'll help Baylor score in that red zone. We've had a few issues uh, in the last couple of years when we get inside that ten and twenty. How do you like the this uh, talking to JJ Joe, uh, former Baylor uh, legendary quarterback? How do you like these uh, what these receivers are doing so far? Hard to tell. The, the, the uh, competition has not. I mean, especially last week that was rough, but it does look like maybe. Fleeks had a great catch that, for whatever reason, they didn't have a replay that they could look at. By the way, that what, right. a, what a disaster that was. But um, Fleeks, Tyquan, I mean, Sneed, we talked about this before the season. I think, J.J., what we had hoped would happen is happening. Now, of course, they got to do this against big-time competition and continue. But I'm really uh, – the target, they, they just look so much more confident and uh, – and, and it just seems like they're, I mean, very, very sure-handed. What are you seeing from these wide receivers? Well, I'll tell you what I'm seeing. And I'm seeing, you know, they have a little bit of time to get separation. Last year, it just seems like, you know, the defenders or the DBs were sticking to us. We weren't getting separation. We weren't creating space. Therefore, Charlie didn't have any really tight windows to throw it into. So, you know, I think last year was an aberration for Taekwon. RJ Sneed had a solid season. Um and I think we're seeing the Taekwondo we expected to see last year. So I'm, it's really good to see him. I want to see more 
of of not RJ, but I want to see more fleeks. I mean, I really think fleeks can be a special slot, uh, hybrid, deep guy as well. I mean, I mean, I think fleeks is is one of those explosive players that you don't get very often, uh, and he can get the ball short, and then he can go to the house. Uh, and then, of course, we have a few young people. I mean, young young receivers, uh, you know, that we haven't that we haven't seen. Jalen Ellis, I like his speed. Um, and I, I'm forgetting the, the young man that came in last week. His last name starts with the H. I'm sorry, I'm missing it. He, no, 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 you're, you're as well. Yeah, yeah. That number sixteen. I was going to bring him up. Yes. Uh, yeah, Hal Presley. Pull that up. Ha, yeah, Hal Presley is his. Is yeah, uh, Hal Presley. Yes. Yeah, he he can really go. And we haven't even seen Gleason. Gleason can run too. Yeah. Uh, but it's hard to get on the field when you got Taekwon Fleeks and 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 RJ Snead in front of you. But I think they all will play prominent roles. But I like what I'm seeing. Yeah, I'm with you. And I, this offense coordinator that likes to throw to the tight ends, too, may get some tight ends yeah. involved, uh, which would be interesting. I remember you had some big old huge tight end. I can't remember if we threw to him or not. Did oh, yeah. Old we, Mike McKenzie was there. Big Mike, oh. he didn't wake up. there. I think he's a uh, State Farm agent there. Uh, Mike. Yeah. Uh, and, okay. then, and then Alonzo Pierce was there when I was there. Yeah, he ones. was huge. 88, maybe, or something, or 89. Yeah, Pierce was Pierce was huge. Did you was Stutzman before you or after? Yeah, he was Stutzman was around there sometime. He might have been after or something. But that guy, that guy was quite a player as well. Okay, I, I did want to uh, JJ get your thoughts real quick on uh, on on what just happened. The official announcement of this new, uh, I don't know if you want to call it improved. I mean, maybe right. they've saved it. In in a sense, they've. Adding four teams has at least stopped the bleeding and given this conference some, at least some vision of stability. But with Cincinnati, Central Florida, uh, and 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 uh, and bringing Houston in and BYU, what uh, in your mind, uh, what 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 has this done for the conference? And and uh, are you excited about these new additions? I really am, and hopefully you guys still have me there. That was spotty sell, but. But I really like BYU. I, I was really thinking that we should have added them years ago. They were a big, big nationally known program that, that I thought could have added value to the Big 12. So I'm glad they're coming. I like Cincinnati. Cincinnati's been really been really a solid football program over the last few years. They play basketball well. You know, like they say, get you into a different market. Uh, I'm not as concerned with that, but but I think that's a good add. And and, I, and Houston, too. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not leaving out UCF on purpose. I mean, I, I like UCF, but Houston, since we're losing Texas, of course, get you in Houston, and I play Houston every year. Now, you know, if you ask me, do I want to have Houston in our conference and we have to recruit against them? That's a whole other conversation, but but I really like the ads. And uh, I, for once, I'm glad to see the Big 12 at least seemingly being uh, proactive. I just felt like, you know, we've had such a great conference for years, and it seemed like we were a little bit more reactive, but now hopefully that changes even though we're forced to change and we're, we're more proactive. But I love to see UCF come, BYU come. I like Houston and I like Cincinnati. All right, J.J., I appreciate it. I've been studying the uh, Church of the Latter-day Saints and uh, uh, some of the Mormon culture, and so I'm going to I'm going to get you caught up on that, okay? I've been doing a lot of religious I, I need a little study yeah. session. <laughs> okay, we're not going to be playing them oh, on man. the Sabbath. We will not play them on the Sabbath. Uh, J.J., always love having you. I appreciate you. All right, Matt. Thank you, guys.